535, hit us out to Laredo. About to pick us some pounds so we can make us some queso. No luggage in the trunk, just me and Sakee. Headed back down to Texas, now we serving these beans. Welcome to the I-35 Sports Connection. It's your boy, Triple-A. And Mila here. And it's beginning to look a lot like football. It's the most wonderful time of the year. We've got tackles, we've got sacks, we've got tackles for a loss. We've got Chiefs scoring touchdowns and Cowboys getting sacked. It's the most wonderful time of the year. That was a really, really good improv. Not going to lie. That was I mean, if my voice was better. Right. You know. Was um, Bing Crosby the original singer? I think so. Come at us, Bing. Yeah, you got a little music in me. he's dead, right? Probably. It sounds like an old ass song, so I'm going to guess he's gone. And he was so wrong. Nobody cares about Christmas when there's football afoot. I mean, unless you got a Christmas Day game. But. Yeah, okay. That's fair. To me, Christmas Day is forever. NBA. NBA, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I don't, you know, you like if, if it's a Chiefs game or a Mavs game, yeah. watching the Mavs game, like Christmas Day is for the Mavs. It's for basketball. Oh, you would choose the Mavs over the Chiefs? Is that what you just said? On that day specifically. Wow. Like, is, is wow. Christmas not the NBA wow. for you? I mean, it is. I guess, you know, the NFL has Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, lock. Exactly. Like, like if I, if I gave you this game, right, the Cowboys versus uh, the Eagles, okay? Okay. Christmas Day. That's that's your game you get to watch. Or Luca versus Steph Curry for a number one seed. Or not number one seed, so so early, but Luca versus mm. Steph Curry primetime. Or Luca LeBron primetime. I'm gonna have to disagree with you here. I really? would take the Cowboys Eagles. Really? Oh my Maybe if it was like the Cowboys like Browns or something, okay, maybe. What but... about Luca Trey? You know, Luca versus Trey. I mean, it's a good game. It's a good game, but you know, I love to see a... A bitch-ass eagle get beat. Okay, so. let me take Luca out. Biggest matchup, LeBron Curry. No, it doesn't do anything really? for me. Oh then my it it does less for me, actually. Oh, my gosh. The disrespect towards the NBA right here. There's no disrespect. You, I mean, you pit it up against the Cowboys and the Eagles. If it was, like I'd, like I said, the Cowboys and the Browns. Okay, like Cowboys-Jacksonville, right. you'd watch the NBA. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess that's fair because your Cowboys-Eagles is probably playoff seeding. Okay, yeah. end of the year, yeah. fine. If it was the Chiefs versus, like, you know, for a, for a seeding position rival, yeah. I'd probably See? watch the Chiefs. Okay. But, like... There we go. If it's just a normal game, I'm watching. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right, let's get into it. So we're going to talk a little preseason here. We Um, sure are. First preseason game of the year. Most of your starters won't play. Mm -hmm. So the question is always, should I even watch? And we're going to give you why you should watch. And maybe like three or four reasons or three or four things you need to look for. So it's not just a wasted effort. Okay, so right now... Reason you should watch preseason football anyways is if you play fantasy football, a lot of questions get answered in mm-hmm. that in those games. Like, so above anything. <laughs> right? Like so if anything, just watch for that. That's usually that's my pro tip on how I draft. So you know, it's it's a real war room. Yeah, but when I get to drafting, do you, <laughs> really? <is. laughs> Which we gotta we gotta activate the league and, and get that going. Oh, so snap, yeah, gotta, gotta do that. Uh, but let's go into the Cowboys first, and then we'll do the Chiefs preseason game. Who are the Cowboys uh, play? What time? Give all that good stuff, and then we can go into like. You know why you're excited because you know you got your favorite player back on the Cowboys, which we can talk about. But 
Mm. Who are they playing? What time? All right. So we are playing the Denver Donkeys on August 13th at 8 p.m. on the NFL Network. Mm, Going to be a little dangerous. Mm-hmm. You yep. And we're playing in Denver. So, um, yeah, it'll be I, interesting that it's Saturday and it's a night game because like, mm, OK. All right, so why should people watch this game? Because Dak's not going to play. Zeke's not going to play. CD probably won't play. Micah probably won't play. Look, let's just get it out of the way. You should probably watch to see if Brett Maher is even... Okay, actually, you know... I thought Maher was on the Saints. Shut your ass. Look, (laughs) okay. Well, we're going to take a little trip down memory lane because it's been some years. Brett Maher was probably the worst thing that ever happened to my life. Worse than Greg Zerline? Yes, because Zerline, he had had redemption moments and he had a leg when he needed to. He just missed every clutch shot, but whatever. (laughs) Then we have Brett Maher that could never make a kick. So he can make the far ones. Okay, fine. He can make the ones as like, really, this is what you can make. So coming off of Brett Maher, we get to Greg Zerline. Okay, very, very frustrating. But throughout that whole thing, I said, okay, it could be worse. It could be Brett Maher. And then it became worse Mm -hmm. because I got an alert on my phone and it was like Cowboys uh, signed Brett Maher. And I was like, why does God hate me so much? What did I do to deserve this? I don't get it. So... Yeah, so um, I would love to just watch. I mean, I checked out the Twitter sphere and just wanted to see what everybody was saying. And uh, everybody was pumped, right? Ecstatic. N- no, the boy Brad Maher back in the building. I really, really tried to find the bright side in it, and people were like, you know, they wouldn't have asked him to come back if he didn't get better. And I'm like, it's is better what I we mean, want, or do we want the best? Because like, bright side, he played all 16 games for you guys, you know, a few years ago. And yeah, but what's the use of playing if you're not useful? Hey, he's below league average in field goal percentage when he played with you guys. That's like saying I can drink a bunch <laughs> of water, but am I going to get nutritional content from it? No. Uh, I think the one redeeming quality is that he made a 62 yarder once. <laughs> cool. Cool. So, um, yeah, there's, there's probably going to be a little bit of frustration here and there. Okay. So outside of Brett Maher, I'm going to give you some potential things you should watch and, and you kind of, I want to, I want your input on this. Yeah, right? for sure. So big story out of Cowboys camp is everybody's showing the video of Diggs getting beat, but one, it's not important. It's yeah. a one-on-one drill. That's where it's supposed to happen in practice. Yeah, and two, like. Since it's one on one, you're not passing off. You're you're like you're using that time to work on your press coverage. So I don't care. But that position is the thing you need to watch. And more specifically, Joseph and Wright, the two guys you drafted last year, because this year, like success won't be determined on digs. It'll be determined on the depth of your secondary. And when these teams go into a four and five man receiver sets and really try to push the ball. They're not going to try to pick on Diggs. They're going to be picking on your two young bloods mm-hmm. in Wright and Joseph, who had barely any playing time last year. So you need to see something from them. And mm-hmm. I'm going to give my input. I want you to give yours. Okay. If you remember Diggs's first year, mm-hmm. he got beat a lot on plays, mm-hmm. but it was tight throws. He had tight coverage, right? You really had to sneak the ball in there. So while it was a massive amount of yardage, if you go back to his first year, the coverage was actually good. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't care if these guys get beat, but you need to look at the space in which they're getting beat. 
right? Right. And so, like, what are your thoughts on these two guys? What do you need to see from them this this preseason game? What are you looking for here? Um, you know, just uh, for me, it's a consistency thing. Um, that's something that. I feel like every it's like a plague on the team. Nobody can be consistent and I don't know why, what it is. Maybe it's a locker room issue. I don't know, but I would just be looking for consistency. Yeah. You've got your, your base defenses, uh, when you're in the preseason, nothing special. So can you consistently line up in the right spot, Mm -hmm. consistently pass the wide receiver to the safety, avoid stupid flags, things like that. Know when to duck in versus Mm -hmm. duck out. Uh, when, when is your opportunity to try to make a play here? That's what we're looking for out of our corners, right? Or Mm -hmm. are you consistently getting beat off the ball, right? Or are, are you lining too far back, uh, when it's third and short and you're, seven yards down the field, mm-hmm. giving up and giving up an easy first down versus tied up on your man. So that's what we're looking for there. And I think that's a good point. Uh, the next thing I'm gonna give you two more for the Cowboys. Okay. And I want your opinion now, you know, Collins is gone. Mm-hmm. They're I all in on Terrence Steele. Yep. Uh, Tyler Smith is, is that guard? Mm-hmm. Tyron Smith is your other tackle. And Connor McGovern, who out of those four, because Tyron Smith isn't playing, Steele will probably play to get some reps. But you've so I'm gonna give you Steele, Smith, and McGovern. Who are you most interested in watching? Right, the guy who's been on the team for a few years but hasn't won a starting job. Your rookie first rounder in Smith, or Steele, who's going into camp for the first time as a, a as a starter. So I'm gonna say McGovern here. Because mm-hmm. he's hitting that switcheroony. Oh, okay. I so, like this. So, you know, they're playing him in different areas, you know, kind of putting him where he's needed. So I would say, you know, if he does end up playing preseason game, that would be a very interesting position to watch. Yeah, because like they're, you know, teams are, well, reporters are giving like the Cowboys a lot of hassle here because they're playing mm-hmm. McGovern so much at that guard spot. Yep. They're like, hey, we drafted Tyler Smith. But because... Tyler Smith is your future mm-hmm. left tackle when Ty- when uh, Tyron Smith is gone and your quote-unquote switcheroony. If McGovern can <laughs> show something here at guard, it enables you to have someone that you can switch to multiple positions, mm-hmm. right? And Tyler Smith, because do you count on Tyron making it through the whole year? Uh, me personally, no. No. Right? No. Do you count on Steel Injury playing prone, tremendous sure. throughout the whole year and having not having to make a decision on do you need to move him? Um, the optimist in me says, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but if McGovern can show something, the guy most likely to move to mm-hmm. take care of the tackle position is going to be Smith. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Smith, that is. So, like, you need McGovern to show you something, show you that mm-hmm. he is capable here. And as opposed to last year when Connor Williams was getting all the reps and McGovern wasn't getting much much reps at all and only working in on special packages, they're really focusing this year on getting him practice because mm-hmm. I think the Cowboys know deep down that there's going to be a Smith at tackle mm-hmm. for the year, but it ain't going to be Tyron. Yep. They're going to have to move Tyler there. And I yeah. think that's what they're saying, but not saying by splitting reps between yeah. McGovern and Smith. So the writing's kind of on the wall in that yeah. one. I think it's very important that you watch. Does this guy get beat? Mm-hmm. Can he hold his own, especially when they're not going to run twists or any type of stunts usually, mm-hmm. or that many blitzes? Like, can he hold his own as a competent blocker and not hold? Mm-hmm. 
So uh, I think that's going to be huge mm. for you guys. And then the last one. Second to last one. Oh, so you got one? Yeah, maybe. Do you want to go here? No, no, go for it. Uh, me? Yeah. I feel so you? special. I know. Uh, it's, you know, it's it's going to be Cox. One, if he's, if he's healthy enough to play mm-hmm. uh, coming off an injury of last year, but Cox affords you flexibility. Mm-hmm. Cox affords you the ability to move Parsons into more of that Ed Rusher mm-hmm. role, get him to rush the quarterback more. Dude, right? and I'm so stoked to watch that happen. Because like, I know people are like, well, well, yeah, LVE's playing great. He played good mm-hmm. last year. Yeah, but is he going to be on the field all the time? No. Do I need a competent person for when LVV uh, pulls a Sean Lee and gets hurt? Yes. And I need to be able to trust that Jabril Cox has it, enough in him to hold it down, right? And mm-hmm. oh, if I want to run a special package and have Van Der Esch and Cox as my linebackers and then use Micah to get extra pressure on the quarterback, then I'm going to need Cox to show mm-hmm. me in preseason that he can yep. hold it down. And I know this is very defensive heavy, but like to me... But this is where the holes are. Yeah, like yeah, defense is the hardest thing, is the absolute hardest thing to transfer from year to year. The Cowboys Those have facts. already proved when Dak's been healthy, they've had a potent offense. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, yeah, Cooper's gone. Yeah, Zeke was banged up. But when Dak has been healthy, under Kellen Moore, they've been a top five offense. Yeah. So that's why my focus is mostly on this defense. Well, I'm giving you mostly defensive things mm-hmm. to watch out for in this game because I think those are going to be your two big things for success here in yep. the season. I agree with all those. So what's your uh, your last one? So, interestingly enough, you kind of gave me a great segue. I think the coaching is yeah. really what, you know, I that's what I'm going to be watching. So, I want to see Kellen Moore, you know, where did you develop over the offseason? Um, you know, looking at Mike McCarthy, he's in the hot seat this year. Yep. This is the last year on his contract. I'm, Sean Payton is looming, so he's hanging in the shadows. Can I touch on that? Sure. So, I know we say we run vanilla, so, like, you might be at home going, well... How are we supposed to assess Kellen Moore if the Cowboys aren't going to really run anything? It's the personnel packages Mm -hmm. that they're going to be putting in this preseason, right? Watch where they put Pollard in. Because, yes, Zeke isn't playing this game, but he will be in the preseason, right, at some point. But there's also other running backs. Are Mm -hmm. there packages where it's not just Pollard or one running back in the backfield? Right. You know, those are going to be hints that, like, yes, they're going to be using Zeke and Pollard at the same time. Kellen Mm -hmm. Moore has learned. They absolutely have to. Yeah. And Kellen Moore has learned that he needs to adapt that offense a little bit, Mm -hmm. right? If we go through all preseason and. Well, we hope that he's learned that at least. That's what we're watching for. Exactly. Yeah. If we go through this whole game. And the rest of preseason, and we don't see any packages where there's multiple running backs on the field, mm-hmm. or where where Pollard has somebody else besides him. Then I'm going to know that Kellen Moore right. hasn't learned from last year. He hasn't watched his uh, his tape. Mm-hmm. Or if if I'm maybe watching, we got to put that in his yeah. contract. <laughs> if I'm watching and I Shots see a lot of uh, two tight ends and a run play, then I'm going to know Kellen Moore hasn't evolved, right? Mm-hmm. Like, those are the things you want to watch. Yep. Yeah, the plays will be basic, but it's the formation and the personnel mm-hmm. packages that you're going to want to yep. see to see if he's really progressed as a play caller. And so that's what Mila's saying here. Like, she's not saying they're going to run a triple reverse or yeah, anything Yeah, like it's that. not going to be any, like, spectacular stuff, but just going to have to, like, watch and see, you know, did we learn anything from last year? Exactly. 
Now let's talk about the Chiefs, okay? Uh, so you know, hopefully you had been listening to our summer camp previews. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got to to know what to look for in um, training camp. But first preseason game versus the Bears, also on Saturday, but it's a noon game. Mm-hmm. Like we talked in our summer camp show last episode, there's a lot of young blood on this Chiefs team. A lot of new people, uh, especially on the defensive end. And one of the trends of last year that we notice is when the Honey Badger was out, the Chiefs weren't necessarily lining up correctly. They're missing that leader in the defense to put everybody in the right spot. And when you have new corners, because your top two corners of the last two years are gone, Mm -hmm. your defensive leader is gone at safety, right? You've got a highly touted George of the Jungle at the end. You've got uh, some high draft picks you spent at corner. Mm-hmm. You've got new safeties and free agency. I mean, lots and, of changes. Yeah, your most experienced linebackers are also gone. Hitchens is no more. So you've got oh yeah, I've heard you've got that. your young guys at linebacker now that have to step up in that you know more experienced leadership role. And so in this preseason game, what I'm looking for here, I'm not looking at tackling really. I'm not looking at picks. I'm not looking at any of that type of stuff. I just want to see, can you line up correctly? Because mm-hmm. if I see a, a wide receiver open and no one's around him in 20 yards, I know that someone made the wrong adjustment. Mm-hmm. I know that the wrong uh, move was made. Either you let him go or you picked the wrong side of the field, right? Sure, yeah. If if I see my line shift where they shouldn't have shifted, if I see that like oh they're they're uh, they're putting a receiver in motion and no one's I imagine him, you watching this game with a huge magnifying glass. I, I'll, I have to mm-hmm. absolutely have to. If I see that some people are playing uh, zone and someone decided to go man all of a sudden, like I know that's going to be wrong. Like I, I need to see are you lining up correctly mm-hmm. for what's called right? And the biggest giveaway is. People open in dead space, no yep. one around them, yep. right? Or we're trotting back to the huddle and two people are bickering about what happened. Or I go see Spags, who I do not like, but I see him hot <laughs> but You mean booth. your favorite person in the whole wide world? <laughs> that man, bro. So I need to watch that. The other thing is like, hey, when George of the Jungle gets his reps in, is he crashing inside when it's, a, when it's an outside run? And did he just open up the big hole, right? Is he picking his spot correctly? Is he is he holding home base or not, right? Is Does he have contain and did he hold it? Or did he try to crash in and make a play and cost the defense? So those are the things that I want to watch when I'm watching this game. Hey, there's a hole opening up. Did my linebacker fill the hole? I'll worry about later if you made the tackle or made the play. But are you picking the right gap? Because what I don't want to see is I don't want to see a tackle or a DN and a linebacker in the same gap. I don't want to see that. I want to make sure you're filling the gap that you were supposed to fill when the defense was called. Mm -hmm. So just lining up, getting this defense down, like to me, that's the biggest thing, especially when you have new pieces all over your secondary, you have young guys at linebacker and you have new pieces on your D line. Like it's immensely huge for the Chiefs' success this year. And if you remember last year, Mahomes had oppressed so much that he, he was making mistakes because he didn't believe early on his defense could hold a lead or his defense could hold if I got 30 points. No, I needed to get 35. I need to get 40 because I don't trust my defense early on this year. So you got to give him confidence so he doesn't press. If he doesn't press, he won't have turnovers. So to me, that's the number one thing that I'm looking for in in this, this defense, in this first preseason game. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so got to bring up the elephant in the room. What mm-hmm. about your uh, your new boy, Sky Moore, since there's you know no cheetah? Hey, yo, I think the Chiefs made the right move here. I think oh. the receivers act, receiving core is actually better. Oh, so now year. we're saying crazier things than Tyreek Hill is saying? Okay. No, I'm not saying crazier things. Uh, so, look, Mahomes isn't playing this game, okay? Obviously. So, It'd be foolish if he was. But I'm going to say it's going to be foolish to be looking at Sky Moore's production and basing if he's going to be successful sure, off of this off game. Sure, of a preseason. Right? Yeah, because there's a lot of like variables. Yeah, If he has one catch in 10 yards, you're like, well, you know, he did have a great game or he was... Yeah, but in the reverse of that, okay, let's say he was on the team and Tyreek Hill wasn't, was still on the team. Tyreek Hill still wouldn't be playing. So like it's, yeah. just, it's stilly. What you're looking for here is separation and mm-hmm. getting off of the line clean, yep. right? Is he able to get off the line clean when it's press? Is he able to get separation when he's running his routes? Sure. Our backup might not hit him, but I bet you Patrick will. I bet you Mahomes will be able to hit him. Does he give your quarterback a window to throw the ball? Like those are the things you need to look at, you know? And if the ball comes, I've been touting he has better hands than Hill. Just catch it. <laughs> Just catch it. But no, no, that's slightly blasphemous. Can but. I get off the line? When it's scramble drill, do I know where I'm supposed to go in my spots? And do I do I give my quarterback enough separation that he feels comfortable mm-hmm. throwing me the ball, right? Because yep. like for the Cowboys, for instance, Dak wants you to have a little bit of space. Mm-hmm. He wants to trust that there's yep. separation there, that he has a clean area to throw in. Mahomes will throw it anywhere. So yes. imagine if you give him separation to throw that ball, right? So True. that's what you want to watch from him and, and your young receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, if you listen to my summer camp preview, I did predict that by the end of the year, he's going to be your number one guy. Just yeah. not saying so what I'm saying. We'll see it if the writing will be on the wall. It will. Okay. It will happen. All right. Oh, okay. I don't like your tone right here. I, just, I don't know. Lots of things to look for. You've got a really, really hard division. Honestly, it's, I'm probably going to enjoy watching the AFC West rather than the NFC East. I, I will get it to her in our season preview show, which is coming up later, mm-hmm. about like our predictions yeah. and, and what I have in tow for those. Yo, can I just, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Okay. Outside of like, obviously our teams, what other team or teams are you interested in watching this year? I mean, I'm really interested in watching the Chargers. Uh, yeah. They added a ton mm-hmm. on offense and defense. They look great. Um, I think the Rams are going to have a downward yeah, turn this year. I, I kind of think that too, um, but who knows? And then uh, the emergence of Josh Allen in Buffalo these last couple of years. Like, mm-hmm. He'll be every, a force to be reckoned with for sure. Everything is there for them. So I'll say for me... Probably Miami, which I know, like, I know it sounds crazy, but one, Skylar Thompson being there, you know. Yo, it is not out of the realm of possibility for me that he takes that job from Tua, not at the start of the year, obviously. Right, right, but But, hey, we we don't know. But not only that, but I feel like there's, I don't know, there's something interesting brewing there and I kind of want to see where this you know is it all flash or is it substance right like where is this going so I might actually watch a few dolphins games who knows no I wanted the same thing what a stupid mascot like that's such a just soft name yeah (laughs) we're gonna go play the dolphins Bro, I'm I'm just I'm, I'm gonna be watching because like yo, Tua struggles. I'm, I'm or he gets hurt, which he's gotten Dude, hurt the right. last couple Skyler, of years. Let's go, bro, Skyler, bro. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. I know. Just I ain't saying. Life could be different. Hey, just just throwing it out there. All right, last thing for this Chiefs game, this Chiefs team. How do you want to like measure success? Mm. Uh, because like 
Granted, by the fourth quarter, you're probably not going to be caring who's on the field. Uh, but the thing, the thing you do want to watch for uh, with the Chiefs versus the Bears, the Bears, the Bears, is awesome. is our O line, which was very young last year, which is now supposedly one of the best O lines in the NFL. Are we giving clean pockets? Mm-hmm. Because started last year, we weren't. It was a little messy, um, and. As we go, and I'm not necessarily talking about the first unit, I'm talking about throughout the course of this game because we have a couple guys on our offensive line, Nang, Smith, who do have injury histories, right? So when I start mix-matching my offensive line pieces, are they still able to hold up mm-hmm. and give Mahomes a clean pocket? Because like, I'll be honest with you, I, I love Nang, I love Smith, mm-hmm. but like these, guys, these are people that do get hurt a lot, mm-hmm. right? And I have points in the season where I'm going to be having to mix match my pieces. I'm going to have to use some switcheroonies, if you will. I'm going to have to put people in other spots that they're not comfortable in. So I need to know that that second level, because they will be people that will start. Can you give Mahomes a clean pocket? Cause like Mahomes loves to turn his back mm-hmm. to the, to the defense. Yep. And that is the scariest time. Every time when he mm-hmm. does a little spin move, turns yeah, so his like, back, bro, what are you doing? Holds the ball this low. Is so inefficient. And, and there's times where it really costs us. So like, that's what you want to see mm-hmm. is, am I giving clean pockets? And if I'm giving it for our backups, I'm sure as hell going to give it to Mahomes. So those are the three things that you should be watching for in mm-hmm. this Chiefs game, in this Cowboys game. Uh, if you got any comments, hit us up at I35 Sports CXN on Twitter. I let us know how that preseason goes. All right, let's go Cowboys. And Chiefs. And Cowboys. <laughs> All right, we out. <laughs> All right.